Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A retired former world champion training for a return? And could they wrestle at AEW All In? CM Punk takes shots at Hangman Adam Page after AEW Collision. A commentator is done with AEW Collision. And Jay Uso is moved to WWE's alumni section. Hello and welcome to the Soul Sunday News here. Myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. I hope you're doing well. There's some wrestling news to get into. So let's start with the potential return to the ring of Nigel McGuinness. Yes, this is news that put a massive smile on my face. Um, as somebody who, when All In was first announced, I was thinking, man, wouldn't it be good if they somehow get Nigel involved, if they could somehow get McGuinness back in the ring, if they can somehow get McGuinness back in the ring against Brian Danielson, which is something that unfortunately will not be happening, uh, at least not at All In anyway. But Fightful Select is noting that uh, Nigel McGuinness is, what was the phrasing of it here, uh, taking measures to return to the ring for the first time in 12 years. Somehow, yes, it is, what, 2011 since McGuinness retired, which is absolutely crazy to think about. Of course, he had to retire due to Hepatitis B. Um, and yes, since then, he's taken on, I guess you call it authority figures, on-screen authority figures with Ring of Honor, with TNA initially, actually. And then he's done his commentary work with Ring of Honor, with WWE, with NXT, NXT UK. Uh, and also these days, of course, as part of the AEW Collision team. Uh, yes, so McGuinness, uh, this report notes that there's no confirmation yet on whether Nigel has been cleared right now but he is walking he he is working sorry towards returning to action um and also this report notes that recent months have seen discussions backstage aw of possibly having nigel mcginnis wrestle it all in now that would make a whole lot of sense nigel mcginnis is from london wembley stadium is where all in is going to be in london also, England is a pretty special country for Nigel McGuinness, not just because he's from here, but because he had one of his greatest matches ever in Liverpool back in 2006 against Brian Danielson. I mentioned Brian before, where it was a unified, the world title, Ring of Honor world title held by Danielson and the pure title held by McGuinness. Uh, Nigel McGuinness probably is the greatest pure champion in Ring of Honor history. Um, just brought so much to that belt and that match was so, so, so good. So yes, we may be getting Nigel McGuinness returned to the ring. 47 years of age, 
but there's been that break, obviously. So 47 as well these days is, I mean, you look at like Jericho's still wrestling. AJ Styles isn't too far off that. I think he's maybe 46. So and obviously Sting is just defying all, all logic by wrestling at however old he is nowadays. So 47 in itself isn't necessarily that old, but also the fact that Nigel's not been taking bums for 12 years. So his body hasn't got that much wear and tear on it. Well, it's basically got 12 years less wear and tear than than uh, some of his uh, contemporaries of the same age. So I would absolutely love to see Nigel McGuinness back in the ring. So fingers crossed on that, that that does indeed happen. Um, and one thing that did indeed happen last night after AEW collision was CM Punk took some uh, playful shots, shall we say, against the hangman Adam Page. Yes, uh, now collision was from uh, the Greensburg Coliseum in Greensburg, North Carolina. Uh, and there was a sign in the crowd that said Greensburg, no, actually, sorry, it said that Carolina is hangman country. And after collision went off the air, as has become a commonplace for the show, it was CM Punk, it was FTR address in the crowd and punk noticed this sign about hangman country and basically said that yeah you know what uh do you know why they call him hangman and then detailed the story where punk had gone to a supermarket early that day in the toy aisle there was plenty loads of hangman adam page action figures um and uh, as cm punk called him a peg warmer uh yes unlike cm punk who sells merchandise pops ratings etc 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 so this is a a mild dig, but one that will catch the eye and the attention of people uh, such as myself here, because obviously CM Punk and the Elite, part of their their whole beef, their whole big fallout. One of the early parts of it was Hangman Adam Page going a little bit off script and, and making reference to CM Punk and workers' rights in a uh, in-ring promo between the two. Uh, and then, obviously, of course, <laughs> as that situation developed and developed and came to a fiery, explosive head uh, at All Out last year, that's where CM Punk in the post-pay-per-view press conference called um, I, I, I can't actually say it, can I? So uh, he called Adam Page a empty-headed, dumb budge should we say uh yes so hey who knows cm punk hangman on the page at all out uh, i think this is just um just punk seeing a sign punk just having a little bit of fun of course this could all also be the start of another fire that needs putting out uh but i'd like to think that people uh that, that everyone's gonna pass that by now but hey uh, but yeah cm punk will be facing samoa joe at all in but there is nothing on the table for cm punk at all out a week later as of this recording so hey Pumpkin page, if they can make it work, then then I'd, I'd be for it. Um, but one person who will no longer be on AEW Collision is Ian Riccoboni. One of, I, I would say, I mean, just how good is Ian Riccoboni? It's it's great to see him getting so much love these days. I and mean, he's been great for years with Ring of Honor. Every opportunity he's had with AEW, he's knocked it out of the park. Uh, the last couple of weeks, he's been on AEW Collision alongside Nigel McGuinness. And McGuinness is great as well. So, um, but yeah, Riccoboni's time with Collision has come to an end. Uh, the man himself took to Twitter. I'd say Twitter X. Sorry, I should say X. Yes. Uh, anyway, he took to that social media platform uh, basically to say how much he's enjoyed his time on Collision. Uh, but for now, he has to return back to, I think he put it, his home planet um, that is in Ring of Honor. Uh, now, this Ian Riccoboni's presence on AW Collision was only ever intended to be a temporary short-term one, um, simply because he was replacing Kevin Kelly. He was filling in for Kevin Kelly, who's been in Japan to cover the G1 Climax in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So Riccoboni's filled in alongside McGuinness. Also, Jim Ross has been back in the picture the last couple of weeks. Of course, JR was on the, the first episode of Collision, uh, then has been absent uh, due to you know, some health issues that are going on with, it, with him. But he's back. He was back last week, actually, to call the main event. He was back... This this week as well to call the main event. And man, I know some people will 
dump on the man, but isn't it just great to have Jim Ross calling professional wrestling? I'm how great was it last week to see Jim Ross having an embrace a hug with Ricky Steamboat? That was that was great, man. Uh, but anyway, yes. So Kevin Kelly will be back next week uh, the, for Collision. The G1 actually finishes today. Uh, yes, last night was the semi-finals where Okada defeated Evil and Naito defeated Will Ospreay to set up the final, which takes place later today. So then Kevin Kelly will be back on Collision next week. Uh, of course, you can catch Ian Riccoboni still on weekly Ring of Honor TV for those few people that watch that because yeah. uh, but Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman uh, for ROH are just absolutely phenomenal together what a pairing well, probably to me the the best pairing in the game but McGinnis and Kevin Kelly and McGinnis and Riccoboni we've got a lot of good commentary teams right now why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, um, right, one final story, and it's not AEW related. It is just a little mini, 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 mini update on Jay Uso. Yes. Now, if you saw SmackDown on Friday, Jey Uso quit SmackDown. He quit WWE. And as a little follow-up on that, uh, the WWE.com, uh, Jey Uso has been moved to the alumni section. Yes. So this is just another little nugget in that storyline. Uh, the ever-developing saga of the Bloodline, the now ever-developing saga of Jimmy and Jey Uso, what's going to happen with those two, um, and Jey Uso seemingly going to be off TV for a little while. Who knows? Who knows? I'm happy to see how this one plays out because... The Bloodline Saga is uh, is cinema, is the word gets thrown around. But no, I've been enjoying it as much as I will poke fun at that whole cinema uh, label. But right, let's get to some of your questions and I can get this wrapped up and get on with ups and downs for Collision. Uh, Simon Miller, by the way, will be here, uh, I think, tomorrow, possibly later today, with the Ups and Downs Collision video. I will be shortly writing the uh, Ups and Downs over on uh, whatculture.com. So, right, let's have a look for questions here. Mark Solly's got in touch. Hey, Mark. Um, Morning, Andrew. Thumper is looking for a ninth birthday shout out brilliant uh happy birthday thumper brilliant what a uh what a, what a good boy thumper looks like um with it looking like adam cole will turn heel and form this new group who would you have help who would you have helped face mjf versus this new kingdom stable a uh, face pinnacle or just wardlow and revise him 
It's a tricky one, really, because I uh, I don't want Adam Cole to turn heel just yet. I, I, I think, for me, this is something, there's still a lot of money in Adam Cole and MJF together as a babyface duo, long past All In, uh, past All Out. Uh, I, so, I, I, for me, I wouldn't be doing anything to break up that pairing just yet. And obviously, if you have Adam Cole turn heel and turn on MJF, that would break up this this uh, alliance. But if that was to happen and MJF was looking for backup, I I don't think the pinnacle, I don't think the pinnacle, I think that's kind of done. Um, I, I think FTR are off doing their own thing. You've got Sean Spears who just sporadically appears now and again. Uh, and then you've got the War Dog who... <sighs> what are you doing, Tony? Come on, man. But yes, I think if MJF was looking for some sort of backup against a heel Adam Cole uh, and some new formation of the, the kingdom with Adam Cole leading it, then Wardlow, that's a great way to bring him back to, uh, to TV because I I get it. You don't want to see the same people on your television screen every single week, but AEW just has such a frustrating habit of just removing people for months on end with no explanation. Why, why is Wardlow missing? Where is Wardlow? What's he doing? I just, yeah, and especially, I mean, we're not talking about some, like, jabroni. We're talking about Wardlow, who at one point in time looked like he would have been the perfect, perfect choice to rise up the ranks and be the one to eventually dethrone MJF as the world champion whenever MJF won the world title. MJF has won the world title. Wardlow is just so far down the pecking order on that. But yes, uh, to, to go back to your question, if we were to max needed some babyface allies, the War Dog is a very good shout. Uh, the Grant Perkins has got in touch. Hey, Grant, uh, Marty and Sean, sorry, Marty and Jim versus Sean and Brett. Who wins? I'm going to presume that's Marty Gennetti and, uh, and Jimmy Amble Neidhart versus Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Hey, man, I'm giving the pin to, to Marty and Jim. Um, Marty doing that. He's getting the win over Shawn Michaels. One, two, three. Yes, um, but Sean and Brett are too fair. They, they have teamed together before. Um, right, uh, Hector Garcia the third's got in touch. The White Rabbit stuff was cool, but I feel like Bray Wyatt gives you the sizzle, but not the steak. Yeah. Uh, what other wrestlers have you felt similarly about? Uh, for me, it's Karrion Cross. Had a great entrance, but that's about it for me. Yeah, Karrion Cross, man. Just, it's it's just such a strange situation with him because when he came back at Clash at the Castle, uh, well, sorry, prior to Clash at the Castle, and it was kind of, he was on, he put himself straight away on a collision course with Roman Reigns and whatever the world title was called at that point in time. Would it have been the, uh, whatever it was called because the belts changed names. The, was he the Universal Champ or the Undisputed? No, he's the Undisputed Champ. Although, that, no, at that point, he was the Undisputed WWE Universal Champion because the, the two belts were there by that point in time. Huh. Yes, so Karrion Cross came back with this big huppler. It like, kind of straight away was put into this main event picture with Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns was ringside to watch their match at Clash of the Castle and then just ooh, off the uh, out of the, the picture he goes. So yeah, Karrion Cross is a great shout for all sizzle, no steak. Unfortunately, Bray Wyatt is another fine example of that. I mean, he talks a good game. The promos are great. He says lots of kooky stuff. And then there was just this awful habit with Bray um, during that initial run where, uh, well, his initial stint in the company before he got rebranded as The Fiend, where he just, he would, he talk a great game. He'd get you invested a little bit into the big match he was going to have. And then he'd lose the big match. And there's only so many times you can do that before you just think, well, this guy is just a loser. I mean, why, why should I get invested in this big thing when it's just going to fall flat because he's going to lose again? So yeah, and then obviously the fiend was uh, was completely bulletproof. That was the opposite of that until <laughs> until Bill Goldberg happened. Uh, so yeah, I think I think Bray Wyatt and Karen Cross are two great examples of more sizzle, no steak. Um, as for other examples, I mean, 
I guess you could maybe, and I feel harsh saying this, uh, mainly because one of my mates is a massive fan of his, uh, but I, maybe I'd I throw Lex Luger in there as well, as in look great, look the part. At times, could get you invested in what he was doing with his promos. He obviously was not the, uh, Lex Luger is not like an all-timer of, of a promo, but in the right setting, at the right times, he could get you invested in what he was saying. And then the matches would just be, oh man, no, absolutely not. There'd be the odd occasional Lex Luger match that was great. Hey, Ric Flair dragged an amazing match out of him. But just, yeah, far too often, uh, Lexi just, uh, yeah, not not so much so. Uh, the Tribal Fiend has got in touch. Morning, uh, morning, Tribal Fiend. Uh, with Jey Uso leaving WWE, do you think it's time to put the Bloodline story on Simmit until the Rumble to pave the way to WrestleMania and have Roman have a rivalry outside the family? Maybe finally pay off Karrion Cross's endless hourglass. Yes, TikTok indeed. Oh, I mean, in an ideal world, I think the, the, the talent involved themselves, I think the Usos at WrestleMania would be great. I just don't know how you can hold off on, get, on getting there. Like Basically, we're looking at eight months away. It's a long time to wait. It's a long time to put something on Simmer. And even if Jey Uso is gone from TV for, you know, a couple of weeks, a month, two months, you've still then got another six months to somehow get to WrestleMania. So um, I think the Bloodline stuff, they're at a point where they can't really put it on Simmer. They, I mean, they can, they can turn the temperature down a little bit, but you can't really put it completely uh out of the picture because just because of the presence they've had on tv and will continue to have and even if jay's not there you've got soul sokoa you've got paul Heyman. even if roman's not there you'll have solo sokoa and roman reigns on our tv to remind us of the bloodline uh you will have whatever's gonna happen with jimmy Uso while jay's gone uh if jay is indeed gone because who knows it's wwe jay Uso could turn back up on our screens next friday and, and super kick jimmy Uso. so yeah it's i think they just got got themselves into a, a position now where they're, they're too, not yeah I gotta say it. yeah maybe a little bit too reliant on uh, on the bloodline especially obviously uh, in terms of carrying Smackdown because if you took the bloodline away from Smackdown sometimes those Smackdown shows aren't that great yes there's a LA night yeah and and there are attractions like that a lot of people like the LWO they've been getting a bit of TV time Santos Escobar obviously Rey Mysterio now the new United States champion but if you take the bloodline away from Smackdown then there's a lot of uh, space to fill there's a lot of voids to fill and so I think the bloodline that whole saga will not be put in be putting too much into a simmer but yeah it's I'm intrigued to see how how they handle Jay and Jimmy because it just seems it just seems impossible to hold this off somehow for another eight months. Uh, right, one last question. Ashley's got in touch. Hey, Ashley, uh, morning legend. Not me, sir, but thank you very much. Uh, do you think AEW should should have handled all in differently? Yeah, uh, there seems to be disappointment amongst some fans regarding the build up to matches and the matches themselves. Did AEW go in silent for so long after the original announcement send the wrong signal? Yes, yes, yes. All of the yeses. Going into full, uh, full Brian Danielson mode, Daniel Bryan mode. Um, yeah, uh, I am looking forward to a uh, to, to a in <laughs> to AEW all in. Uh, literally two weeks today, uh, the What Culture crew we will be there at Wembley Stadium. The matches that have been announced so far, uh, they they very much have my attention. CM Punk, Samoa Joe being the main one that has my attention. Uh, but yeah, it just it just feels a little bit flat when you know we're we are just two weeks away and there's still so many gaps on the card there's so many big names that don't have matches right now that are confirmed at least anyway uh i think that the fact that yeah aw they announced the show it's today it's it's like a double-edged sword because it's like well to the company's credit they managed to sell whatever it is i have no idea the official figure right now but let's say eighty thousand tickets it's somewhere near there but they managed to sell eighty thousand tickets uh or near there without actually announcing a single match at that point in time so it's like wow that that's that's very impressive in itself 
But then to sell that many tickets and to hold off for so long without making any sort of announcement regarding any sort of match, yeah, that's, that's extremely poor form. And also, the decision to run this show, I know obviously Wembley Stadium, it's a case of, it's it's a venue you, you have to book depending on its availability. So maybe it was only available on the, what, 27th of August. But to have another pay-per-view running one week after that, that being All Out from Chicago from the United Center, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It is stupid. It is idiotic. It is just, I have no idea why that decision was made. If it's a case of, right, we could only get Wembley for this date. Okay, just in that case, push, try and push back all out. And if you can't push it back in terms of the, the United Centre isn't available, maybe look at alternative venues. I, I don't know. But then it depends when tickets have been sold for, for all out as well. But it's just to have pay-per-views back-to-back weekends for the same promotion yes they're in different markets they're in different countries so that the, the it's just in terms of booking it's a nightmare because right now we, we talked about how all in doesn't have too much advertised for it and that's only two weeks away but three weeks away we've got all out and what has been announced for that there's literally i have we've got it's now been announced that miro and powerhouse hobbs are gonna have a match so that's great uh christian cage as well or, or luchasaurus whoever the, the TNT, tnt championship will be defended against darby allen but then you look at all out and what are the big matches there that are happening what's kenny omega doing there what's cm punk doing there what are the books doing what are ftr doing what's moxley doing uh it, it's yeah what's happening with the the women's title there what's happening with the tbs title and obviously i know that you, you there are implications of what happens at all in will naturally fold into what happens at all out so you can't announce certain things for all out just yet but that's because you made a, a very silly decision to run two pay-per-views on back-to-back weekends. Uh, and that, so that kind of puts a hold on certain elements to be creative. Yeah, so that's a really long way of going all the way around the houses to end this uh, this question and this video by saying, yeah, man, uh, All In's been handled. Not the best in certain elements, but yes, thank you for that question, Ashley. Uh, this has been the Soul Sunday News, myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're having the best possible day. If not, I hope things turn around and things go well for you. Um, I'm out of here now. Come and give us a follow. Do all the likes. Have fun. I'm going to go and write ups and downs for Collision. Uh, and I will be back next weekend. In the meantime, have a good week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.